I will never write a single line which I have not first felt in my own heart. He'll teach you everything! Truer words were never spoken. All right. Language and writing were made available. I'm writing this down. This is good stuff. Hurtling through time and space, this is John Helps You Write Better, and I continue to be John, the guy who's going to help you write better. So, you know, like, maybe we could go write better today. Yeah, let's do that. That sounds good. Today, I want to poke a stick at, drag over broken glass, kick down a flight of stairs, pummel with a thousand oranges or cue balls in a thousand gym socks. The idea of write what you know. Because on its face, it's not a bad idea. Yes, you should write what you know. Knowing things and then translating them to paper or, or screen or whatever is is the job. You should do that. That's good. However, it it's it doesn't stop there. It shouldn't stop there. It can't stop there. And so many people, way too many people, take write what you know as a permission slip to have some kind of limitation that they don't really need to do. Here's what I mean. They they take this to mean that they're. Uh, they're a firefighter, they're a, a, a mountain climber, they're an airline pilot. And that's, that's the wheelhouse from which they are allowed or permitted to draw on. They, they can't suddenly begin to think, well, what, what is a heart surgeon? What is a thoracic surgeon? What about a botanist? What about an archaeologist? They suddenly can't go outside their sphere of usually education or training or vocation. They can't they're not allowed some somebody some legislative body some some force is going to prevent or penalize them for going and tiptoeing over some line that keeps them within the the confines of this lane of this is what I know I'm allowed to write in this space and and that's just not that's just not how that works like like it doesn't it doesn't do that there's nothing wrong with having limitations. We've talked about the value of limitations and boundaries so that you know what your work is from what your work isn't. That's, that's fine too. I'm not talking about that either, but to say that you can only write what you know and base it solely on your career or your education or your training is not the sum total of what you know. You know way more things. You just don't, Think about them in terms of quantifying or taking an accounting of what you know. You know how to have human relationships. Maybe you don't have them very well. Maybe you don't have enough of them. But you know how to do them. You know how to feel when you miss a bus. You know how to be late or early for something. You know how it feels to get a surprise. You know how it feels to be disappointed. You know what it feels like to hurt you know what it feels like to do the hurting to someone else. You know what it's like to be satisfied, to be eager, to be horny, to be encouraged, to be confused. You know all these parts of the human experience. 
Now, maybe you don't know them in like the most masterful way ever. There are other people who can know them more for good or for ill. Sure. It's not a it's not a race to set the high score in a video game. You don't have to be the number one knower of something, but you do know it. And the the thing you must do now once you know a thing is you must be able to articulate it and not articulate it in a way where you're regurgitating things, where it's just, I know how to do job X. Here are the steps of job X. One, two, three, four, five. Here is the equipment you use. Here is the name of the equipment you use. Here is the order in which you use it. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That's the job. And that's fine. Like, it's okay that you know those things. But there's no quiz. There's no writer test that you have to pass. Oh, this will be on the final. I better verify that I know the this particular machine is made by this particular company and here's how it's manufactured and here's, you know, what it costs or something like that. Nothing nothing like that works. That's not how this goes. No one no one ultimately cares because you could invent a machine and you could invent a company and you could just make it up or you could make up a thing that's incorrect about it. You could say it's available in sky blue and it doesn't come in sky blue. And that's okay. That's fine. It's one of the hardest things in the world to get people past the apocryphal stories that readers will deduct stars, rating points, value, quality some estimation of your human worth based on the fact that you've you've said a thing or done a thing that is not research accurate. Now, I don't know if there are assholes in the world who will really sit there and in their fiction take apart every inch of everything so that if you say that the there are X number of spokes on a wheel and you're off by two because you added two or whatever, that they're going to suddenly, you know slam your book to to the ends of the earth and ruin your writing career. I I don't know if those if that that's a thing that exists. I've never met humans that do that. Yes, I know people who really want to impress upon each other that well, you know, this isn't a real story or this isn't realistic. We'll talk about realism tomorrow. But this idea that we have to get it right. And this idea that we can only get right what we know best is the reason why people craft these limitations around the idea of writing what you know. The other side of this is that people take it too far and say, well, I don't know these other things. I might know what it's like to be an accountant, but I don't know what it's like to be a bus driver. So I must research buses until I can, you know, blindfolded in the dark, construct one myself and know intimately every fuse and every screw and nut and bolt and washer and every inch of every, you know, vinyl or plastic seat. And you don't need to do that either. Again, there's no final exam. There's no double check. Yeah, you want to be accurate in the sense that you are creating a thing that seems like a reasonable tool for people in your story to use. So when you describe that bus, you want to make it feel like a bus and make it feel like a bus that the reader who might have experience with buses. And again, that just means they've seen a bus or been on a bus. That doesn't mean they're the bus master. But they have experience with buses and go, yeah, I get what it's like to be on a bus. 
that's that's enough that's all you need to do that's that's it you don't need to verify your you know phd in busology you don't need to do that at all writing what you know does not mean fall down a research rabbit hole and writing what you know doesn't mean only write the things of which you are singularly and personally aware of or knowledgeable in and this spills out in a lot of other directions. This is how you get those upset people who want to say, well, if you are not a member of this community or if you have no experience with this group or this identity, you are forbidden from writing about it. And that's not a thing that can be enforced. Yeah, it can be socially pressured. You can get very yelled at on social media for really fucking it up. And yes, if you do fuck it up, it can come across as insensitive. It can come across as, you know, caricature or insulting even. And I know you probably don't mean to do that. But that's why we have things like sensitivity readers. That's why you can ask a person of that community or identity just some basic questions so that you can properly articulate somebody's experience. Nobody is expecting you to speak like the Lorax on behalf of every, you know, permutation of every experience in every community just because you don't know it intimately already. In the same way that in the group you're a member of, be it a marginalized community, a majority opinion, uh, race, gender, whatever spectrum identity you may have, you can't possibly speak for other people along those spectrums and up and down those axes. It's just unrealistic for you to do that. But if we're following so rigidly this idea of write what you know, it's, you are implying that you must. That the individual must be able to speak for the greater whole. And that's inaccurate. And that's not right and not good and it it's going to erase or marginalize or devalue other people along the way and none of that's worth doing but again we'll talk some of that we'll, we'll cover some of that with realism tomorrow though the point I'm making here is that when we talk about writing what you know it's not limited to your job and it's not limited to your training it's a matter of looking at your life the sum total of it, all of it, the, the the frustration you had when you were trying to check out at the grocery store and the stupid bagged lettuce wouldn't scan or the feeling of joy when you reached into your, your jacket pocket and found two dollars or that sense of pride you felt when someone complimented you on a thing, you know, way more than just this educational matter, you know, way more than just the job you had or the, or the degree you acquired or the skills you honed. You have human experience and all of that needs to come across. And all of that is your obligation to get it across because it is through all these different means and all the different things you know that you're going to build a bridge to your reader, that you're going to connect those dots, that you're going to make somebody out there, whomever they might be, wherever they are, you're going to make them feel like they're not alone because you are discussing, describing, and developing a thing that they can understand and can relate to. And that's how we build an audience and that's how we grow as a writer and that's how we hone our craft. It has fuck all to do with your ability to describe the exact number of saw teeth in a bread knife. It has everything to do with you being a human and relating the human experience to another human. Give that some thought. I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>